In every story, there is always new ground being made. The good ideas advance with time and become tropes that we use going forward. But what happens when a bad idea gains speed? Well, we try to fix it, of course. And that's what we plan to do here. Welcome to Once More With Feeling, Trope Mania. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Once More With Feeling, Trope Mania. I am your host, Sam, joined alongside my courageous host, Noel. How you doing, bud? Voices in my head won't leave me alone. Nope, but they're sure fun, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, how are you guys doing today? Oh. <laughs> Listen, we, we it's the same thing between us. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you guys know what you're here for now. Uh, this is Trope Mania, where we talk about some, you know, shitty tropes. Mm-hmm. Or not so shitty tropes. It uh, depends what we We just talk on. about tropes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a randomizer. Um, whatever it lands on, we, we go off of. Yep. You know, speaking of that, Noel, will you spin that wheel? I will indeed. And we got... Villains talking to the hero instead of killing them. Oh, God. The only reason anybody ever saves the day, period. Right. If the, if that if it didn't happen, so many worlds just, would just be gone. Just pull a fucking... Um, God, what the fuck was the movie? Kingsman. Uh-huh. So you know how, like, usually in, like, your average Bond movie, you've got your gold fingers and your... Uh, uh, you got your gold fingers and your odd jobs just talking to uh talking to Bond mm-hmm. as they're building or readying their death trap. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. And it gives Bond enough time to escape. Well, in the Kingsman, Samuel Jackson just fucking shoots the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect subversion of it. Like I I it's great. It is. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing with the Kingsman, though. Like, it's just a subversion of Bond movies, for the most part. I think it counts as a subversion of most action movies. True. At least the first one. Which, I also actually heard the uh, the newest one, The King's Man, was actually pretty good. Which is nice to hear. Um, I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, um, actually... I was thinking maybe we can put the second one on our watch list. Really? I actually kind of liked it. Uh, I don't think it did super well, though. Maybe not. I think if it did bad, I think it deserves a side C, then. Like, that's not... I don't think it's worth riffing on too hard. But... Uh, You just... Mm -hmm. Nah, see, you just really like Channing Tatum. I mean, fair. I mean, listen, that movie, like... Listen, all right? It's Channing Tatum. It's it's Julianne Moore. Like, what do you want me to do? Fair. Fair. Valid and fair. You can't. Can't. No. Uh, Oh, man, I forgot Halle Berry was also in that movie. Yeah, she was. I just looked it up. Goddamn. Weirdly enough. Yeah. Ah, Pedro Pascal. Man, that actually had, like, a lot of people. Okay, sorry. Back to the the trope at hand. I I can't keep on going down. uh, (laughs) Yeah, um... There are hundreds of awful examples. So many. Like most Bond movies. Uh, we love them to death. It's hard not to. They're fun movies, but... Mm-hmm. Odd job. Just shoot them. <laughs> yep. 
there's so many like it, not even just counting bond that's just like the big popular version i mean think about like star wars or indiana jones or any like 80s movie that had a whole bunch of kids running around or like literally anything it i actually you know what think about um the, all those marvel movies that have been coming out yeah. recently they're like the new version of the bond stuff i mean shit uh the fucking incredibles make fun of it yes the incredibles coined the term monologuing because of it yep krell's made fun of it austin powers made fun of it um austin powers makes fun of just about everything oh yeah i think didn't scary movie also make a little bit fun of it yes they did yeah I mean, any of those movie movies definitely made fun of it. But, yeah, no, it is... I mean, hell, even um, even Harry Potter did it. Like... Yeah. That's where all that meme comes around of Harry Potter had a gun in the last movie. Like... Like, come on, Voldemort. We both know you don't have to scream Avada Kedavra. Yep. Just fucking do it. You don't even have to talk about how the boy... Who lived come to die like you can't you don't have to be like i will say uh as, as much as harry potter is one of the best um fictional books ever written by an unknown author um <laughs> it's crazy nobody knows who wrote it but it's a fantastic piece of work a little bit too much slavery and um against uh judaism but hey what can you do yeah it's weird um big weird but, the big W. Um, we just showed up on random people's porches. But despite no one knowing who the author is, uh, I will say at the very least, the portions where the villain monologues instead of just outright murdering the main character at least makes sense for the villain's character. Mm-hmm. You know, Voldemort is a very, very, very prideful person. Oh, yeah. A hunter's super um, prideful, very ostentatious. And if I remember correctly, yeah. now, spoiler for the book that nobody knows who written it. Wasn't one of the things that was keeping him like undead was Harry? Was it? I, wasn't he one of the Horcruxes? Yes, he. He. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Was one of the Horcruxes. Well, I mean, that's also another reason why he wouldn't just kill him outright. Well, he was an accidental Horcrux. Voldemort didn't know he was a Horcrux. Mm, gotcha. Which is weird because, by all intents and purposes, everything we know about Horcruxes, which is admittedly not a whole lot. It seems like the person would have had to intentionally have made yeah. him a Horcrux, so it's weird that Voldemort didn't. Yeah. But that's a different conversation for a different. Yeah. Thing. Also, um, if you had a Horcrux, wouldn't you like feel it? Like if you knew, like yeah, I feel like you know, yeah, like there's a tether like there. Would. Feel like you would, yeah. 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 I mean, they're great books that and great movies that nobody knows who made them. But if you want a great, um, if you want a great like fantasy story like Harry Potter, that you actually know the author to, I would recommend, if anybody in the who's uh, listening or tabletop fans, D- Dimension 20's Misfits and Magic. Just shameless plug right there. I love that one to death. There's also um, there's also table stories, uh, witchcraft and wizardry. Mm-hmm. I've heard very good things about that. But yeah, it has a good example. Um, simply because the monologue is true to his character it's not just a way to draw the plot uh-huh everything about voldemort is written so that his pride and his need to genuflect and uh or not genuflect but his need to um uh grandstand mm-hmm. is his downfall yes he is a pride if, that precedes the fall 
I mean, literally, if he had just chosen not to kill either of the two potential chosen ones, <laughs> then he would have just taken over the fucking world. Oh, problem yeah. solved. Oh, yeah. He would have taken over that world so quickly without even having to, like, use dark magic. Like, he could have just Um, become a politician and then just, like... But instead, he heard a prophecy, got super obsessed, and then made it come true. Yep. Then again, I feel like that's also one thing with... To go off topic again, I feel like that's something with that world, though. Like, it has a government, and everybody respects and follows it to a T... But it is very easily moldable. Like, that government could fall down with a snap of your fingers. I mean, think about their money system alone. God. Also, the fact that Hogwarts doesn't teach any sort of practical class. No, and they're somehow, like, the center of everything. Like, you don't learn math, you don't learn muggle history, mm-hmm. um, you barely learn science. You learn maybe a math equation. No, you don't learn math. There are no math classes except for arithmancy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like maybe a math equation. Like it's um, you. You learn that something plus something equals something else. Yeah, it's rough. Mm-hmm. I don't know how wizards in that universe are supposed to be in any way functional people. They're not. You know that's that's a good example. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. I think. I think the best way to utilize this trope is by tying it to the villain's character. Mm -hmm. Like, it goes back to our whole thing of, like, follow the rules of your world, but be creative. Mm -hmm. If you set this rule, or if you set this time limit, or if you say something, don't make your character monologue just because you've written yourself into a corner. Be fucking creative. If it's in their character to monologue, sure. Have a monologue. Have them grandstand and be their own downfall but if it's not in their character if they've been this quiet brooding villain this whole movie then why the fuck would they start talking now when they're just about to murder the dude oh yeah i mean i'll be honest i feel like it's kind of a thing where i i I feel like there's a there's a purpose to it where these villains are just so very lonely and they can't talk their plans out to anybody because then they're going to have to kill them. And so this is like their so last... So then shoot, shoot the dude in the head and then talk to his corpse. You're already a villain. Yeah, no but they... No one's going they, to judge you any harder. They want to talk to a warm body, all right? Sue him. <laughs> no, go on, Omegle. But you just mentioned James Bond movies. They were way before Omegle. I mean, like, I guess you could write, like, the plan on a rock and, like, throw it at somebody in a park, but... That just doesn't really give you the same, uh, the same oomph, you know? They'll just be ha- Listen, you want to talk about your evil plan to take over the world, here's what you do. You buy, like, a cheap meal from McDonald's, you walk into the center of New York City, find some random homeless dude and say, Hey, I'll give you this meal if you just sit and listen to me talk. Oh, everybody <laughs> would take that meal. Exactly. Hell, you don't even have to go to New York. Come down to anywhere and they'll take that meal. Exactly. Just talk to a homeless dude. Make the homeless dude your fucking therapist. It'll make his day. It'll make your day. And now you don't have to tell your fucking arch enemy that you're about to murder your whole plan so that he can escape and foil you. <laughs> but where's the genesis qua, Noel? Come on now. You're better than that. 
listen, <laughs> the genesis qua is in the fact that some random homeless man knows that this asshole is about to take over the world and isn't going to say anything because he's the one person on the planet that stopped and brought him food. Fair. You know, I would love to see, like, this whole thing where the it's like a three-part movie and they keep on chasing the villain, keeps on escaping. And just in that final one, he's just hanging out with a homeless man in his lair. And it just turns yes. out he's just been talking to this homeless guy. And they've actually become good friends. Yes. I, I, I'm down for that. You can make like I little online skits that. where it's them eating and talking. That sounds like such like a Austin Powers or like that almost sounds like a, a Doctor Horrible thing to do, you know? It really that does. Sa- that sounds like something that you would hear in the sing along blog. And uh, I'd be into it though. I'm here I'm here for it. So I'm giving out a little bit of examples and gripes. But what would you kind of like to see to make this more interesting? Just get your fucking plan out there. If you really want the hero to know the whole plan, find creative ways for them to find out. Don't have them just be directly told or, like, read on a screen all the plans, you know? Have them, like, eavesdrop. Mm -hmm. Have them get bits and pieces throughout the story. Fuck. Go with the idea I said. Just have the villain talk to some homeless dude. I mean, it would be a much more interesting conversation. Right! Oh my god, you know what? I'm thinking about this more. If he tells a homeless guy, everybody thinks he's crazy, so they're not going to take him seriously. Exactly! Oh, that exactly. that's actually kind of good. See? It works! That works. Yeah, that works. Uh, yep, nope, we're changing all our plans. We need to remake every single movie that uses this trope, and uh, now they're going to be talking to homeless men. It's just it's what it's got to be. It's game over. So quoth the raven, nevermore. It's just it's where we're at. Jesus Christ. What? It's just, like, it's such a simple fix. Such a simple fix. It is. And they always go the lazy route. I, it's unfortunate. I don't know if it's quite the lazy route, though. Like, it's definitely the cliche route, and it's the overdone route. But I don't know if I call it lazy. How easy is it to write two characters in a room, one's in a submissive, uh, or, like, compromised position, and the other one's just spouting dialogue? I mean, it's pretty easy. Exactly! That's my point. That's why I'm calling it the easy route. Be creative, people. Yeah. Creativity is a very important skill that does a lot in that in like all of this kind of thing i want to point out uh as much as we should on these tropes we don't hate them we just as a group would love to see more variety (laughs) in the way that they're used oh yeah yeah it's definitely they're all hmm yeah you good there (laughs) no i'm i'm good i'm just trying to think of different things to help kind of freshen it up oh yeah um I mean, I guess if you wanted to, it definitely could be something where it's like, hmm. you know, I think I've got it. What if you have something where it's like in in the movie, the character actually worked for the villain and has like an amnesia thing. So it's like they're remembering it as time goes on. I mean, uh, amnesia subplots are their own can of worms for the trope talk. True. But, uh... But, I mean, yeah, that could be something that could be done well if they also execute the amnesia subplot well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's layers on layers, man. It's like an onion. Layers on layers on layers. Oh, God. 
It's too many call layers. The, We're falling the off. Shre- the table's flipping. It's too many layers. <laughs> call this Shrek mania. All right, guys, that's going to be the episode. Uh, you all take care now, all right? <laughs> Have a wonderful evening. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. There's a lot of positives and negatives. Ugh, excuse me. Uh, a lot of positives and negatives that are in it. And you just kind of got to find what works best for your story, I guess. But, yeah. Um, I, but I, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do we want to try and find another? Because we're at 20 minutes right now. Are we? Um, let's let's see what the wheel has to say. Oh, we got the wheel. 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 Oh, here comes the wheel. There's. Oh, God, he's finding bullshit. Why the fuck? Why the fuck is it when a character wants to show off like a badass character they always have them attack the main character and like almost kill them for no reason when it would be so much easier to just be like who the fuck are you why are you here if you don't leave i'll murder you oh okay edgy boy okay that's what we're talking about like you just tried to murder me already yeah clearly you don't care who i am or why i'm here oh yeah no they don't they 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 don't give a it is nothing like I I feel like this trope kind of thing only works if it's like a villain that does like a heel turn into being a hero by the end of it. Like if it's just some yeah. like random bandit on the road, there's no reason. You can be civilized. Like Right. You don't have to go through all that. You get a lot of stuff like this from like old fantasy. Like you're you're getting this from like Wheel of Time era like dragon lance level high fantasy oh god i haven't heard dragon lance in a long time oh yeah hey it's coming back better be ready yeah i know they're making it they're getting the dragons and the lances back hell yeah yeah and it was it was always weird when they released that new version of the game called dungeons and dragons and lances and it didn't have dragons or lances but hey it's coming back now <laughs> there we go yep we're finally getting it oh thank god yeah i feel like you find a lot of this it's definitely a sci-fi trope. Uh, or sorry, uh, not, it's a sci-fi. Sorry, not sci-fi. It's, it's more of a fantasy trope than it is a sci-fi trope. There are some examples in sci-fi, though. Mm-hmm. Um, that is true. As some moments like this. But more specifically, like, the newer Star Trek movies. The ones that people don't tend to like too much. Yeah. I, I have weird feelings about the new Star Trek. Because I grew up yeah. on OG. Like, I, I haven't actually really watched a lot of, like, the next generation or enterprise or deep space i was all original series and so that's kind of my basis point for star trek and while i like the new ones it's just not quite not quite that itch you know fair fair and valid like I, they're good they're good sci-fi movies but it's just not quite what i'm looking for there's nothing wrong with that it's just what is with shooting first and asking questions later or stabbing first and asking questions later? (laughs) If you have a question, you can't ask it if they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's basically what this boils down to. Oh yeah. I feel like this, this trope also tends to fall in line with like movies and things where people don't answer questions at all. Oh yeah. Like, 
uh, in Jumper, a movie that we talked about at length for a period of time. Yeah, go watch that episode. Oh, yeah. In Jumper, uh, nobody ever talks about anything. No. And that is that 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 specific part is very much a symptom of the much greater issue of just not having anyone talk in your movie. Which, while there is something very much to be said about show and don't tell, you need to have some kind of conversation. You need to have some sort. It doesn't even have to be like like actual like audible talking. You just need to have something to show character and emotion and conflict and just anything better than like, what's going on? No, and run away. Like, it's not right. I think that was actually something we talked about specifically for that movie uh-huh. that they just needed to fucking talk about more shit. God, they need to talk so much. It 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 was something else. Yeah. Uh, how would you? What would be kind of like your big things to help kind of like maybe not outwardly get rid of this trope, but make it more interesting? Do it kind of like it's less common brother trope where like like you mentioned, it's just keep it pretty much with like villains that are making heel turns or like ha- doing their Zuko arcs, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the first time they meet back up with the um enemy you know mm-hmm. it's like we're not the enemy with the protagonist it's like obviously these people are going to be on edge and depending on just how far it's gone maybe they'll just outright attack this person because they're so used to being attacked by them uh so like you have a short skirmish and the like former villains like wait 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 i'm here for a reason <laughs> stop trying to kill me basically make the person being attacked the one with the questions or with like yeah. what needs to be said and not the people doing the attacking because it, again you can't ask a question if the person's fucking dead yeah oh yeah it should definitely be somebody who is on uh on the heel turn on the defensive yeah that needs to be asking things yeah i i don't know i don't think i can think of anything else super crazy can you bud i cannot okay well um I guess this has been uh, What's More With Feeling Trope Mania. Thank you all for listening. Um, yeah, thank you so much. We love you all, especially you, Belgium. Yeah, fucking Belgium with your... Uh, what, what was it we were saying? Uh, hat on uh, running away from the things he said and wearing... Uh, what was he wearing? I can't remember. Never mind. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it has gotten suddenly very hot in my apartment. And I am like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's exceedingly I, hot here. Um, I'm, I'm kind of those of you, brain cells. For those of you not in the U.S. and uh, not watching this contemporarily, uh, we are in the middle of a heat wave, uh, and it's a really bad one. Mm-hmm. It's something else, and also it's that humid heat wave too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're 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 southern, so it it hits us. But, uh, but yes, stay safe, mm-hmm. stay stay warm, stay cold, whichever you prefer. Yeah. Just um, be safe, be well, be merry. <laughs> like yeah, uh, don't kill people, and if you do, just know we know where you live. <laughs> Let it be said, we don't know exactly where we live, but we do have at least the province, so we can start knocking on doors. Speak for yourself, Sam. Huh? Speak for yourself.
buddy. <laughs> buddy, no, please, buddy. You're better than this. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, God. Okay, take we'll care. Sam. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions for future movies, reach out to us at oncemorepod at gmail.com. That's Once More Pod with a capital O, M, and Pod. So long, and until next time. Thank you.